This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, buddy, it's hour three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're going to power rank the possible wild card weekend opponents here for the Cowboys. Who do you want to see? Who do you want to avoid? The truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Uh, David Moore, morning news tweeting about 20 minutes ago. There is the anticipation that Lyle Collins and Damian Wilson will be added to the practice squad tomorrow. A person with knowledge of the Cowboys thinking has told him and they're doing their due diligence on running back Dalvin Cook, but there is nothing more to report on that front at the moment. Uh, so a couple of new old guys and maybe another uh, old guy coming aboard here for the stretch run here going into Week 18. Looking at these possible opponents, am I correct? And there's four if you win the division that are most likely Rams, Seattle, New Orleans, Green Bay. Is anybody else I need to consider? Is anybody else out? Uh, Minnesota has a 4% chance Okay, for the seventh seed. Well, I guess then we need to consider five different teams? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think there's upwards of maybe like six or seven, seven different ways this could go, but there is... There is the the top four, Rams, Seahawks, Packers, and Saints are definitely... Yeah. According to Next Gen, the, the last team with a chance to get in is the Vikings at the seventh seed at 4%. Okay. That's the last one. Okay. So, I for me, I think Green Bay, their defense is shaky. They have a quarterback making his first playoff start. That's where I want to go. That's who I want to play. Agreed. Bring, bring the Packers to AT&T. Yes, yeah, I think the Packers would be the team you'd most want to see. Their defense has had some huge issues now. I mean, Jordan Love's playing some really, really good football right now. That Packers offense has had some really, really awesome games, but I'm with you. Bad defense, first playoff game for a quarterback on the road, I will take my chances there. You know, when you start talking about a team like the Saints, that's a that's a good defense. That's a defense that could all of a sudden give you some real trouble, and then it's you know a, a quarterback in Derek Carr who is has at least been been there before in a playoff setting. Same with Seattle. You know you saw what Seattle was able to do to you a few weeks ago. I don't think you really want to see that. The team you least want to see is the Rams, though. Even though you smacked them earlier in the year at AT and T, I think this is a much different Rams team. Their defense struggles for sure. I think it would be probably a barn burner situation, but that Rams offense is absolutely no joke. And going up against Stafford, McSex, Kyron Williams, who might be the most underrated well, player in the sport right now, that's the team I least want to see for the Ram, sure. The Rams, the Rams are going into full tank mode for this last game because Stafford's not going to play. 
Williams is not going to play, Cup's not going to play, and Donald's not going to play against the 49ers. So they have something to play for? But they're not not worried about their matchup. They've clinched. The Rams have clinched the playoffs, so they know they're either the sixth or the seventh seed, and they're telling us with those moves they don't really care if they're the sixth or the seventh. Yeah, they they have a 66% chance of being the sixth seed. I guess that's with a victory. And then they have a, uh, and then they have a thirty-four percent chance as being the seventh seed. And they're playing the 49ers, who are also not playing anybody. Right, right. Okay, well that'll be interesting. Um, I feel like the Rams are by far the matchup, though. I agree, I agree with Chief. I, I think I might flop New Orleans and Seattle a little bit, but you know I, I think the Rams are going to be a, a, a ten-win team, or they would be in non non-tank yeah. circumstances. This when we saw them in what week four, week five, yeah. Stafford played, but they were nothing like they, the team we're going to see right now. Yeah, they had Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, but they didn't have they didn't have Williams, the running back, so they were not running the ball at that point in time. They went from Dallas to Green Bay, had a loss, had the buy, and then kind of turned things around from there. They've been kind of doing a cowboy though, looking at their schedule results though. They just they they haven't beaten anybody. The Rams haven't they, the, the thing actually that, accomplished something. I know people get on me about this, and that's fine. The thing that got my attention about the Rams, and we've talked about this, they went to Baltimore and were a punt return away in overtime from taking the Rams out. I mean, taking the Ravens out yeah. just a few weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, in this run they've been on, they've been on it. It's been a really solid run for them. But, but nobody has played the Ravens as well as the Rams have. With the exception of the Browns. I think mm-hmm. the Browns played them really. Browns got a victory against them. But it's very, very rare. It's, it was the, the Rams were the one team that went all the way across the country and just gave them fits. Mm-hmm. Should have yeah. won the game. Should have won the game. And the Rams did put up 36 points versus the Browns. Browns, we know, are a really good defense. They beat the Browns. Yeah, yeah, they beat the Browns pretty good. I think that was Joe Flacco's first game. Uh, so that that makes some sense. But 36 points versus the Browns, I think, is impressive no matter what. But overall, you're right. I mean, they beat the Saints, uh, and they beat the Browns, and then otherwise, I mean, they 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 barely escaped the Seahawks, but they do get that victory. They beat the Commanders. They beat the Cardinals. You're right. They haven't, they haven't beaten anybody crazy. But they're just playing really, really good football offensively for the most part. I mean, there's 37 points here, 36 there, uh, 31 here, 28 there, 30 there. Yeah. And they've had some great moments against you. I mean, I I feel like you know the 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 Rams are one of those teams that are very dangerous. That's the team that I don't think anybody wants to see right now because of their history, their coach, uh, you know, championship quarterback. I still don't think Stafford's right, um, you know, and his turnovers are high again this year. But um, yeah, that's the team to avoid. Now the two one four says Gavin Seattle scares the hell out of me. I want no part of that receiving group again. I, I just feel like the Cowboys are such a better team, and on that particular day, things did not go well. But I, I think you would be happy to line that thing back up, have a chance to clean up your mistakes, and based on what you learned about them in that game, probably contain their offense a lot better. Yes, yeah, and it seemed like you found a plan on how to stop DK Metcalf there in the second half of that game where you put yeah. Gilmore on him. Uh, so you'd like to think you have a better opportunity from that standpoint. I can't remember if, if the Cowboys had Hankins in that game or not. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think if you see Seattle, you're not necessarily scared about it. Mm. But when you're starting to power rank who you'd rather see, I mean, you've, you, I'd rather see the Packers than the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Packers would be the team I would like to see. No Aaron Rodgers there. I mean, there goes that mystique with that. You're talking about a rookie quarterback going on the road. playing. Yeah, he's played well. I just think the Packers – 
I, I, but I, the thing I would worry about the Packers is, does McCarthy get too amped up again? Does yeah. he make, you know, I mean, does he make it, you know, do you keep your wits about yourself as the play caller and all these things? You don't get emotional about the I game. I think Aaron Rodgers being out probably decreases the emotions. I, uh, hope I think so. I hope having so. done it already last year decreases yeah, the emotion. So. And it Mike was McCarthy's in, an emotional guy. No, for he, sure. Very yeah. much so. Pretty yeah. much so. I think Kellen Moore. I think the parting of the ways with Kellen Moore started after the Green Bay game. I think yeah. the emotions were that high. Yeah. Do, do you guys like uh, the 817, my votes to exercise the demon like the Rangers and beat the Packers, then beat the Eagles and beat the Niners, and then go to the Super Bowl? Um, do you guys feel like there would be a revenge factor here against Green Bay, like you want to get them because of what happened in, in 14 and 16? I think anytime you beat Green Bay in a playoff game, it's a great thing because it's a historical franchise. You know, I know they had a year of 20 years, with, but before that, the Cowboys and the Packers have a great playoff history. Majority of it's gone the Cowboys' way. Yeah. But, uh, but, man, the last few years, you know, you, you know, Cowboys had the number one seed rolling through that thing. Aaron Rodgers and them came in. Man, it was incredible. That it was sucked. Un- unbelievable throw that he made on third down there to get them in field goal range. But, yeah, it would be nice to get Green Bay in here and beat them, whoever they have at quarterback. It would be. Yeah, the shines come off a little bit with, with no Rodgers being there. But the yeah. other Aaron is still there, Aaron Jones, who's a guy that has yeah. kind of crushed Cowboys every at, at every turn, you know. So, yeah, I think there would be something fun there to be like, okay, we were able to beat the Packers. Yeah. Okay, uh, 214, so beating the Browns by 20 is nothing now. I'm sorry. I got a blind spot with the Browns. I don't consider that a quality win. They've had such a crazy year. I don't know how to look at them. So if I'm wrong on that and I need to give them respect for beating the Browns, then I'm wrong. Okay? You got me, truckwreck.com fan text. Okay. um, Yes, on today's injury report, Brian, Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith DNP. Tank and Jordan Lewis DNP. Malik Hooker and Wanye Thomas were out. Hankins was in the limited group. Yeah. So it was a very, very populated list, and there was some, you know, concerning news, and we'll look forward to how these stories track. Is there anything you can add, or when do you think we're going to get Hankins back and, and how much he'll help? Yeah, I need to I need to check on Hankins. I, I know that they were trying their best. The thing while you were gone, we were talking about a couple different times, 330-pound man with a high ankle sprain. He needs both, you know, he needs his base. He needs both legs. He doesn't play on one leg. So they were hopeful. Uh, that he was going to be available. I need to circle back, but I know last week talking to them, this was not going to be as simple as, oh yeah, it's high ankle sprain, just go play. It, they they were going to have to they were going to have to work on this one to give him some rest. Okay, Fahoko activated Deuce Vaughn on IR. See, this is interesting because of to me, if you were going to do something with with uh, Cooks, that maybe you would maybe you would have you would have found a way to claim him or wait in and try to sign him. But now they're going to have to use a roster spot if they, in fact, get Cooks on. You know, they're going to have to – or Cook, excuse me. They're going to have to get him on. They're going to have to move somebody off the roster. So to, And I, I don't understand adding a – I don't understand adding an edge at this point. You know, I mean, he, he's really been inactive. He's not going to help you right now. You know, why have him on the roster? I don't get it. There was uh, other running back uh, news. Rico Dowdle uh, saying he is expecting to return and play yeah. against the Commanders, although yeah. the coaching staff's going to have to sign off on that. They will. But Mike McCarthy was asked about Dalvin Cook, said um, those are questions you're always visiting with and so forth. Uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, played a number of games against him when Dalvin was in uh, Minnesota. So I have a great respect for him. And along with the Josina Anderson report, the Cowboys are going to consider it. Seems uh, quite a bit more likely or at least realistic 
with the Ravens being the only other team right now that's reportedly interested, do you guys expect the Cowboys to get Dalvin Cook? I, I personally, I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like I say, I mean, they can, they can, they're going to have to make a, a roster move. The one thing I know about Dalvin Cook, he, he's not as quick as he once was. He doesn't pass block particularly well, and he catches the ball great. So, you know, if that's – and he doesn't play any special teams. So if he's the third back, it, or do you, do you try and just put him on the practice squad and use him in, as a break glass just in case situation? I think Cook probably wants to play. So somebody that's going to give him that opportunity – that's probably where he's going to go. Yeah, maybe Baltimore's that team. But also, just like his his running style, uh, which has not been productive, even yeah. dating back to last year and certainly this year, the numbers indicate he is he's a shell of himself right. behind bad offensive lines for sure. But he might be dealing with that here from a bad offensive line with the Cowboys in terms of opening up holes. But no question. the Cowboys in the outside zone, like that was kind of his thing. That was his calling card. The Cowboys are terrible at it. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great point. How about this? Uh, nine four five. The Rams have the best chance in the NFC of beating the 49ers. Yeah, I, I think that that's like that for weeks. That's a, like a, <laughs> a double edged sword. If if the Rams fall to the seven, you got to play them. They can't knock off San Francisco. I think that's the most interesting game or the most interesting development here in the uh, in the playoff table. Yeah, and I think we all want in avoiding the Rams in the first round as the Cowboys. Then that means. You get the double revenge game of Stafford going to Detroit, yeah, wow, and Goff going up against his former team in the Rams, yeah, a, a double fun. quarterback revenge game in the playoffs. That's, I mean, I can't imagine we've had many of those over the years. It'd be nice if the if the <laughs> if the Rams could, in, in fact, you know, they could, you know, say they do get the sixth seed and go knock off Detroit and then go knock off the 49ers. Yes, right? that are, would be hot. Yeah. That, and I think you could take care of everybody else that's in your it's that would be in the in the tournament. I believe it is time now for Woolchuck's top ten. Uh, the Wooly Bully out all week. Um, you know, getting ready to be a dad and all that, having a great time. Salute to him. Send him some love on social media. His nosebleed brother Eric Chiafalo has the top ten coming up next. What's the subject? Well, it's sort of a choose your own destiny here. Uh, we could celebrate Mel Gibson's birthday uh, by giving you the top ten Mel Gibson movies of all time, or the top ten living actors. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. What you want next year in the nation? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, nation. It's time now for Woolchuck's Top 10 at 420. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online at truckwreck.com. Sometimes I feel like the boss is really disappointed about what our best segments are, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe our best segment of the day happened to be about aquarium fish. And the look of disappointment on Gavin Spittle's face as we were recapping that segment with him was just, uh, it was palpable. I could feel it in the air. NFL News of the Day, man. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, in fact, was on waivers today. Okay. So they'll have 24 hours to make a claim for him if they'd like. Oh, I wonder if Jack Bauer's involved. Oh. This is a no-claim situation, right? This is a wait to see if he's going to be league minimum type of dude. I'd, I'd say it's a wait. Pro, pro-rated, yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be so disappointing to see a former All Pro in that uniform looking so promising, uh, getting three point two yards per attempt. But <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, uh, I've I've lost faith. I, actually, I think my most faith right now was in Rico Dattle. Anyway, it's time now for the top ten at four twenty. I agree with you on that. Here's Giafalo. All right, it's a uh, happy birthday to Mel Gibson. Not sure how old he is, but I did see January third uh, as the day of his birth. So we're going to get some acting stuff here. We were going to potentially do Mel Gibson. I wonder if he's older than me. A lot of good feedback. Uh, Kanye it- West's favorite actor and director right there, Mel Gibson. Oh, you got to hear him out, fam. Just hear him out. <laughs> I think Kyrie cosigns. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. Hello. Um, wait, wait, wait now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait now. <laughs> yes, and with Walchuk being our resident Caucasian South African American Jew on the show, I actually think we're Jeez. just going to go with the top 10 living actors. So wow. sorry about that, Mel Gibson. And to all the people that texted and saying they wanted the top 10 Mel Gibson movies, that's a guy who has starred in some pretty awesome movies. Apocalypto, bro. That's the movie. Wow. That good is call. the joint. That is a great movie. And he just directed that one, right? Yeah. He's not even acting in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That movie is epic. Yeah, he's out of control. So uh, if you want to text in your favorite Mel Gibson movie, you have uh, every right to do so at 877-881-1053. But uh, another, uh, another branch on the topic tree in regards to Mel Gibson's birthday is just simply the most popular actors that are currently living today. Uh, so that does include Clint Eastwood, who's upwards of 90-something years old right now. He True. can still be involved. So, uh, maybe Mel Gibson's your favorite actor, maybe he's not, but you can text in who is the best living actor going currently. This is actors, maybe we'll get to actresses at a later time, you know, when there's a special actress birthday, uh, like today is Mel Gibson's. Oh my God. So this is just for the men here. (laughs) You're going to be blown away when you find out that Anthony freaking Hopkins is on the outside looking in. What? Number he's well respected. He's a number sir eleven, too. bro. He's a sir, Anthony Hopkins, too. Now this is this is public data. This is this is YouGov. Okay, so this is like a legit website here, and this is the individual's popularity uh, at the end of quarter three, Q three, twenty twenty three. So this is as this is as topical as I can get here, as recent of a study on just the world's favorite actors going. You'll be I mean, surprised at a couple of these. His work in in the in the in the serial killer movies. Why am I drawing a blank? The the, the Silence Lambs. of the Lambs. Yeah. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah, the Kenyantes and everything. 
It was special. Uh, the the fact that, that he says Clarice, I think, would have got him in the top ten for me. He he's got some movies too. He's in one. He's in a Ryan Gosling movie where he like kills his wife or something, or allegedly kills his wife. Just phenomenal. Anthony Hopkins not being in the top ten. We need to do better as a society here. Now, Lucius, I think you're probably the most qualified in the room here Lies. to to discuss the best actor. So please, just just fire it uh, off for Al me. Al Pacino, a lot. You know, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Because you know he's a Broadway guy too, as well. You know, trained thespian. Trained. You know, and then he goes into Scarface. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Pacino a lot. Uh, He's so good he can be uh he can be a different thing. Yeah. He can be a different uh, ethnicity and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've so. seen old Robert De Niro. Yeah, Bo- Bobby D's. Bobby gonna be D, on but he here. always plays Bobby. Yeah. He always plays great actor, like Denzel Washington. Yeah. Great actor, but he always plays Denzel yeah. in a sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Don't get it wrong. I mean, if it's good, it's good. Play the hits. Yeah. But but the range there, you don't get range from De Niro. You don't get as much range Not from much. from Denzel. Okay, so you're going you're going with the Italian mobsters. Oh, you're I coming out of the gates with Pacino, De Niro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I said Denzel. I brought that one up already. Okay. Good. Okay. Denzel. I'm more He's of a John David guy myself. I saw the creator over the holiday. It's fantastic. Oh. Oh, you said living actors too. Mm. Is okay. Gene Hackman still with us? Yes, I believe Gene is still floating around. I saw that uh, everything everywhere all at once as well. Okay. And that's that the 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 husband in that is the kid from uh, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. You can keep up with that movie? I did. Oh, good for yeah. you, man. Oh, the inspiring. Temple of Doom. Oh my gosh. Dr. Jones. Yes. That's the husband. Screw I, you, I think Andy. He, I think he's also <laughs> Data. I think he's Data in uh, the Goonies as well. I think it's the same really? kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Um Gosh, I can't remember his name, but that's fantastic. Okay, so we, we got some good ones here. Lucius, any more that come to your mind, you just fire them off at me. Uh, because I got the the top 20 here, and you'll be you'll be you'll be surprised to know Al Pacino himself comes in at number 12, right behind Anthony Hopkins. Uh fellas, any uh any names you want to lob out here, grenade style? Man, I'm such a bad uh Hollywood person. Oh, I don't know the good actors. Actors. That's fine. And you see, you know, no women. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, this is this is just actors. Yeah, yeah, Jack, of course. Jack Nicholson, Jack, of course. We've already said that. It's wonderful. Right? No, we're we're flew over the cuckoo's nest. He's like, he's got to be in his eighties, right? Yeah, and he's uh, he's number fourteen on the list. What? Yeah, yeah, he's that? in his eighties, and he's out there on big yachts with his big old belly and yeah. some young girls. He looks, he just looks yeah. just sloppy, disheveled. Yeah, the hair is crazy, but it's Jack, man. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Leo, is absolutely, got to be the greatest. He's got to be on there. And uh, shockingly, he is not in the top 10 here either. Oh, that's some hate. That's, that's, yeah. that's some hating going on in yeah, a big way. Hating, uh, now, 877-881-1053, Mo Gibson's birthday. Who's the best living actor right now? Top 10 list, Tom Hanks Tom and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yes, the 817. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Getting a lot of George Clooney. Absolutely. Clooney's a beast. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Let's go. 903, odd but good. Absolutely. I just watched Gladiator again the other day, and you, you just yeah. you forget how phenomenal yeah, he was. I, I think Clooney's got the Denzel thing that Lucius was just talking about. About though you're just you're smooth, you're handsome, you're debonair, you're yeah. highly charismatic. Yeah, you're always you're just you, being though. the man. You're yes. always you. You're yeah. yeah, just always on top of yeah. it. You're on the one at all times. Morgan Freeman. I yeah, see that on the fan text. That yeah. is fire right there. Yeah. Number freaking one on the list. Sorry to spoil it. What? Morgan Freeman is number one on the list. Oh wow, that is correct. Number one. He number is, one. He's number one. The most popular 
actors. Oh, he's so likable. Today. Yeah. Hmm. I would say Will Smith. He's real good, but that slap, man, set him back. And then his old lady with the bald <laughs> head looking like Fat Joe online. Oh, my gosh. It's just really just. The Jada memes were on fire yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, if this was two years ago, I think Will Smith is easily in the top 20 and, yeah. and potentially even top 10. Absolutely. Yeah, How about yeah. Bale? Christian Bale? Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Bale a good That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah, a dude with range. Yeah. Yeah, he got like ninety five pounds for a roll one time or something. But, but is he is he in the list or is he is he? He's also outside looking in. Oh my god! Oh. All right, here, here here's some okay. of the list here. Are these all like European actor dudes? No, like, no. Uh, Alex Guinness or something like that. I mean, I know he's probably not with us. But. No, you have uh, you have number ten is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, someone said Edward Norton. Yes, Edward Norton Jr. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's phenomenal. Yes, deserves a place there. And I even like like give me a give me a Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He's 100% a, I like some Sam Rockwell, bro. He is a badass. The movie will be decent if he's in it. What's got the two names? Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis? He's, the th- he's like the symbol of thespianism. He's um, played a lot of different roles, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, he's, I he had two names. He's one of the best. Uh, let's see here. So 10 was Ryan, Reynolds, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Number 9, Tom Hanks. Okay. Number 8, Clint Eastwood. Okay. Number 7, Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny is great. Danny is fantastic, bro. Great uh, comedy timing. Yeah. Yeah, real good at the timing. Wow, my man's doing Subway commercials now, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Yeah, yeah Jersey Mike's. Okay. Uh, Robert Downey one. Jr. is being texted in quite a bit. Is he still married to that old lady from Cheers, a little short lady? Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito? I yeah. think he is. I think he is. What a perfect match. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I need to look at her. I don't even know who that is. Uh, oh, what is her name? Nah, I should have brought it up. Robert she Downey was, Jr. is fascinating to me because this dude was full-blown was train wreck. Yeah, like, he was gone. Yeah, yeah. he woke like up 10 in years. somebody's yeah. uh, kid's bedroom. Yeah, they found him in that bedroom, just yeah. smacked out of his brain. <laughs> yes, gosh, he made like his first couple mil and just spent it all on cocaine over the next decade or so. And I thought he was Dunsky. Like you, you read about these Hollywood guys, like a Britney Spears right now is where Robert Downey Jr. had fallen to mm-hmm. at the depths. And the next thing you know, he's he's sober and he's Iron Man, and all the ladies love him again. Yeah, dude, he's he's fantastic. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is the, the man. man, dude. Is Shook Dustin, off a crack at He's he, he is the man, dude. Is I Dustin like Hoffman that. on this list? Dustin Hoffman is getting texted in a ton. He's on the outside looking in. Wow. As well as Matthew McConaughey, Robert Downey Jr., Jackie Chan, Sean Connery. Sean Connery? But he's not with us Sean anymore. Connery. I don't think he's with us anymore. Is he, has he officially... Off. I think he's gone. He's kicked the, the I can. I think he's gone. Smacked on your face. <laughs> Watch how you talk to me, lady. <laughs> Bruce, he was abusive, bro. Not he, your oh, mom, oh yeah. that is what, yeah, absolutely. And he stood on it. Not it's your a different mom, time. Trebek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he did not have any regret no, as he went into the, gr- no. the grave there. No. Uh, James Earl Jones also being texted oh, in. Yeah. He's on the outside looking in. There, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of phenomenal yeah. actors out there. Yeah. My uh, son works. Tommy Lee Jones getting texted in. I'm seeing all over the place. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg's being texted in. Mm. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive was outstanding. Oh, yeah. Him and Harrison Ford. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, we thought Harrison Ford in this list? He is going to be on the top oh, ten. Okay. Uh, somebody for- texted in Wahlberg for real? Yeah, somebody yeah. texted in Wahlberg for real. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Sniper, right? Any of you in that movie? Something like that? The yeah. Shooter. The Shooter. <laughs> the Sniper. Yeah, where he's Bob Lee Swagger. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Sean Penn. Anybody say Sean Penn? I like old Sean. There you go. Yeah, Sean Penn, he's not on the list, but that's absolutely on, a name man. that I, I believe would be texted in by somebody <laughs> who knows what they're actors, doing. Bro. Come on, man. <laughs> Some great actors, dude. Uh, 469, Benicio Del Toro. For yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Jeff Bridges being texted in 254. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. There you go. 
I don't, I'm not going to read the Dwayne The Rock Johnson text. I'm going to skim over those. Jamie Lee Fox. Uh, <laughs> or Jamie Foxx. Jamie yeah. Lee Foxx. Uh, <laughs> what? Samuel L. Jackson being texted. I, I, there was a yeah. Tommy Lee Jones and a, and a, yeah. and a Jamie Foxx back-to-back. Yeah. That screwed me up there. If, um, offsides. Defense. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is being texted in. Somebody's going to like whoa. this list. So uh, we resume the list here. Uh, oh, we weren't doing the list? After Danny DeVito at seven, I was reading some text. Oh. Uh, six is Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Number five is Harrison Ford. Oh. All right. They're doing like computer work uh, to make him still work as Indiana Jones. Sir, please land on the other runway. Thank you. Keanu, is that an Air Force One reference? No, he landed an airplane in, on the wrong, on the taxiway yeah. as a pilot. In real yeah, life. Harrison, in real life. Yeah, Harrison Ford has in, crashed his plane a few times. In bro. real life. In real life. Well, we remember the story that somebody was telling about his day drinking and yeah. cross-faded he, he, nature. Who was yeah. he neighbors with? He walked up, the guy walked up yes. there, he walked over to see him, knocked on the door, in like a tequila bottle. Yes. Like, yeah, where are you going? Come on, you're coming home with me. It was like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, yeah. and it was just Harrison <laughs> Ford being himself. Hey, you got to love a neighbor who come and drink with you. Yeah. It was like showing up at my house in the 2000s, boy. It was, it was a party <laughs> in the middle of the day. Fish tanks. And- <laughs> Get out in here. Take one of these. Just move those cans over, man. Sit on down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mount Rushmore right now starts with Keanu Reeves. Are are we we on board with that? His popularity is through the roof, man. 79%. What sold him? We never said Brad Pitt, bro. Yeah, Yeah, Brad Brad Pitt. We never said Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's in the movie. It's not going to be bad. It's not going to be bad. It's not. How about Matt Damon? I mean, how about I Liam like, Neeson? I like Matt Damon and Fat Damon. There's another guy that looks just like Matt Damon, but heavier. We call him Fat Damon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Kurt Russell still getting texted in, so that's good. But yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves comes in at number four. Denzel's at three. Huh. Denzel's at three. He's definitely in Mount Rushmore. Yeah, for sure. Uh, how about this one? This one surprised me. Number two, Michael J. Fox. He was hey, good in the day. He yeah. had his run. He had yeah. his no, run. for sure, but like the, the staying power, like I don't know when's the last time he did anything. Uh he's the got Parkinson's, right? Yeah, he's got yeah, something yeah. on Apple TV right now, but it's mainly about his life. It's not like him acting yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. He wrote it. Well, <laughs> people really people really appreciate what he's got going on. And uh I, I apologize for the spoiler. I was the biggest fan. Yeah. You know, Back to the Future, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Uh multiple TV shows were dominant for a decade. He, yeah. He's like Tetris, dude. He, the staying power is ridiculous. You're t- we're talking about Back to the Future, and in Q3 2023, he's number two oh, on the yeah. on the most popular actors yeah. list. My, just, my buddy texted in Kevin Costner. Ooh, Costner, yeah. that's good. It's oh, really yeah. good. Yeah. What was that TV show uh, Michael J. Fox was on? He was the young, the young Republican Family ties. in the 80s. Yeah! Family ties. Family ties. Oh, yeah. bro, we used to kill him. <laughs> he was always dressed club. up. He, he had was a suit always, on going to high school. Yeah, he was Come always on, dressed up. Yeah. kill it, dog. Yeah. He was damn good. Is that Hot Sisters, Merid- too. The, the, yeah. the mom, Meredith Baxter Bernie, yeah. I think She's was kind of a looker, too. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Number one, Morgan Freeman, ladies and gentlemen, there is your most popular actor of Q3 2023. Thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan coming up at 5 o'clock. We'll, uh, we'll be presented with some football questions. The latest on the commander's plans at quarterback, what it means uh, for their plans against the Cowboys on Sunday. And more coming up next. It's the G-Bag Nation on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. So the commanders are going with Howell, not Ritter at quarterback. Brought us your main man studied the Cowboys offense. Uh, Oh, yes, my bad. My no, bad. no problem. Yeah, set, Ritter's uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. yeah. So you think, Brian, this is a good development for the Cowboys' chances of sealing the division? Yeah, I just because of the way that uh, the way that Hal plays under pressure, it affects him, and he makes mistakes along the way. Where Brissett is a little bit more stable with the way that he's uh, he throws the ball. You think Washington's trying to lose with this move? Uh, I. I would think that it's I don't I can't say for certain, but it it's one of those maneuvers that to me, if you're ownership, you would say, Let's see, let's see the young guy play. And you you really feel like there's two good quarterback prospects? Or I, there's there's a there's, there's a mark so, between I, two and three. I, I think there's I actually think for where they're for where they're going to pick, probably the top two, yes. And then from that point on, there's some be some others that are gonna I think are gonna be pretty good. Maybe not to the level of what you're gonna see with Williams and May. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, that's where you want to be picking it for one of those two guys. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You you want to have the number two pick here in the draft yeah. if you're the Commanders. You're doing everything in your power and and brought us you like connecting the dots from afar. Yeah, you know, talking about the idea that Josh Harris, the owner of the Commanders, the new owner of the Commanders, is probably setting forth the idea that hey, we know Riverboat's not going to be here anymore. Right. We're going to do some cleaning house. It's going right. to be a new era, and there's no better way to start a new era than with a new franchise quarterback that you think can right. be that guy. Right. And so with them having that opportunity, you're you're kind of dancing around saying it. I think we've confirmed it. We, we've got exclusive sound of what Josh oh. Harris, the owner of the Commanders. Now, this is going into the final game of the season. Okay. This is going up against the Cowboys. And so you got Josh Harris. Uh, this is audio? well. This isn't Josh Harris himself, but I have it on good authority. This is the presentation that Josh Harris put in front of oh, Riverboat Ron oh. and his coaching staff and the entire team in lead up to Sunday's game. This is the presentation. This is some sound from the presentation. And I don't know what this does for the NFL, this? the tanking, amazing. investigative journalism, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm out here grinding the same way you are. Yeah, but so I don't know what this does to Josh Harris and the NFL in terms of you know being so obvious and brash with your tanking but this is a part of the presentation that was put together by ownership in Washington letting the letting the people know on the coaching staff and on the roster what the plans are for this weekend versus the Cowboys this is what's great about sports this is what the greatest thing about sports is you play to lose the game (laughs) hello you play to lose the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to lose. And I don't care if you don't have any losses. You go play to lose. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. It matters. When, when, it, when, when the opportunity is there to take a quarterback at number two, yeah. Then you go ahead and do it. Yeah. When the opportunity is there to tank your face off for four quarters, that's it. This isn't a full season thing. Yeah. This is one game. This is everything that's on the line for you as a team. You're playing for the pick. Yeah. And that means you have to lose. Losing. I don't winning. care if you don't have any losses. You go play to lose. 
I mean, that's just that's yeah. it. So what happens to Josh Harris and the commanders moving forward, being that outright with their tanking? I don't know. But I do know there's two spectrums here, and the commanders are clearly on one side of it. Yeah. But when you get to this point in the season, you got a lot of teams that aren't playing for much other than a draft pick. Mm-hmm. And a team like that is in Tennessee right now with the Titans. Now, here's Mike Vrabel and his thoughts on the idea of, you know, why why winning matters to you, Mike, at, at a point in the season where your playoff hopes are, are dead and gone. Expand hmm. on. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it it, it f- sucks. That Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. There you go. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. And that's why he'll never be the coach for the commanders. Yeah. But there's two spectrums there. And he is literally, when you see Vrabel in that clip, he gets asked the question. I think the question is basically like, why, why, why do you like to win so much? Yeah. And it's basically his response is it's because I just hate losing so much. Then another reporter starts chiming in on a different question and Vrabel goes back to the other reporter like, is there anything else you got here? Mm -hmm. He wanted to sink into that for a second and he was almost brought to tears. And it reminds you that he's serious when he says, even though as a player he's got three Super Bowl championships, he doesn't have one as a head coach and he'd be willing to cut off his own man piece in order to achieve that goal. Yeah, And you know that dude is dead ball serious. He's got such a toxic relationship with losing, and I absolutely love it. You know, I want to I want to play for that guy. I just I'm confused that you know, why he does not use that edge, that that motivation to go find a winning game plan on offense or a real quarterback. You know, but everything else, like he he might be more inspiring than Dan Campbell uh, with his caveman routine. It's but fantastic. he's also he's got job security. You know, I mean he he you know he can he could go out and try and win a game because he's got job security. He ain't going anywhere, in my opinion. Yeah. Ron Rivera, you know, to me, Ron Rivera is in a situ- in, a, in a really bad situation. But he's, this, this no. might be Ron Rivera's last game ever. As if a you're coach. if you're working that angle, you have to go with okay. If it sucks so much to lose, why would you try to go for one win now? Yeah, that would cost you dozens of more losses in the future. Yeah, you you hate to lose, so you're going to lose, so you can get a quarterback that's going to prevent you from losing in the future, yeah. or pass rusher or tackle, right? I mean, how short-sighted do you have to be? That's pathetic short-sightedness, if you ask me. Great yeah. content, though, Chief. Oh, you, you you lose one game to hopefully save a thousand games. Exactly. Isn't that the We're sacrificing the this game because yeah. I hate losing so much. We have to sacrifice this one game in a meaningless season. I'm barely going to be paying attention because, I, again, I hate losing. So I'm just not going to pay attention to this loss. I'm hoping we're going to get the right player. Or you're the Texans and you save yourself from yourself and you don't give yourself the opportunity to draft Bryce Young so that you have to take C.J. Stroud and ultimately that ends up being the better player. Yes, that's the other part of it is like the hubris involved after watching so many teams fail to take the right quarterback, even in recent times when analytics have even helped scout the scouting process, still they can't get it right. That's what Lovey Smith, though. Lovey Smith, he shot the double birds to the front office on the way out. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, in reality, though, he did him a favor, right? He did. He yeah. thought he was doing the rare victory disguised as double middle finger, but then he ended up getting got because they were able to avoid they the opportunity the, at drafting Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud falls in their lap, and that's the best pick of the year. They got the right coach and the right quarterback. So, yeah, he, he actually did him a favor. 
as he's walking out the door. Tyreek Hill and family uh, good, although the 29-year-old was seen roaming outside and around his home, sometimes with his hand on his chest or on his face while speaking to authorities. Crews from Southwest Ranches in Broward County assisted with what officially uh, was designated as a two-alarm fire at his house and uh, significant property damage uh, involved. He paid $6.9 million for the seven-bedroom Eight bathroom home in May, uh, 2022. Shortly after he was traded, many of the bedrooms, a home theater, and a den were among the rooms upstairs that were damaged. House also featured a putting green, an NBA-sized basketball court, a heated saltwater filtration pool, and a spa built for ten people. Um, so uh, hopefully everything is going to turn out okay for Tyreek Hill. You know, at that point, it's an insurance claim. Yes. Yeah. You think they'll cover it on Hard Knocks? I know that new episode oh, yeah. drops tonight, but the Cowboys on it. It's going to be tough to watch, but you know, hey. Yeah, I would imagine that's Wait, must that's must see content there. That's exactly what oh, they're looking Cowboys. for. Cowboys, it's another team. Who? What am I talking about? They already did. It's, it would be from this week, so it's them yeah. getting just smacked by the Ravens. There we go, Ravens. smack. There yeah. we go. That's what I said. I knew it was going to be bad somehow. My bad. No, and they were all injured and everything, and coming. Okay. God. I'm sorry, y'all. No, no it's good. fine, dude. It's I'm, fine. And I'm you're not right apologizing. Y'all apologizing to people listening, laughing at me it like, <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> he opened up his mic to say that? Cowboys game was forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, what do you have in mind next, Eric? We got a little football's <laughs> finest. I got some football questions for you guys and a couple of ideas that maybe they're crazy or maybe they're just flat out awesome. That's next here in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.